Welcome to Leverage Masters, airing weekly on Tuesdays at 12 Eastern and on demand on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. Leverage Masters hosts Jack Humphrey and Gina Gaudio Graves discuss leverage strategy with guest leveragists. Be sure to subscribe to Leverage Masters in your favorite podcatcher for great tips and case studies on using leverage to achieve your biggest goals much faster. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Leverage Masters. This is Jack Humphrey, co-founder of The Leveragists with Gina Gaudio-Graves and co-founder also with Gina of Divizio.com. And we have another great show for you today. I think Gina is going to be joining us. So, Gina, when you pop in, just say hello. But she has been recovering um, and is recovering very well for everybody who is asking Thank you very much. She's doing she's doing better every single day. So we're really, really happy about that. Uh, today we have a really great show for you. We have a great guest for you. Uh, Valerie Baker, Dr. Valerie Baker, helps women entrepreneurs ready to up-level their business and remove success blocks so they can create sec- success without sacrifice. That's a lot of S's and in every area of their lives. Dr. Valerie is a psychologist and yoga teacher and did her doctoral research on creating transformation. She works with human psychology, biology, and spirituality as a trifecta for a truly transformation, transformative and lasting change. Dr. Valerie Baker, welcome to Leverage Masters. Thank you so much, Jack. Happy to be here. Awesome. How have you been? What's getting you out of bed in the morning? What's, what are you really, really excited about? Yeah, what's getting me out of bed in the morning is my daughter. <laughs> she won't let me sleep in. Um, and what I'm really <laughs> excited about <laughs> is um, my program, Her Success Formula, that's cooking with gas. And w- what I see happening there is that women who come in at all different stages of the business, from aspiring entrepreneurs who still have their day jobs to experienced, seasoned entrepreneurs, and what happens in that community is that women are able to support each other and be vulnerable about the success blocks that are coming up for them, no matter what stage of the business they're at and work through them and really unleash their true gifts and talents and leverage them, right? Leverage them, create abundance in their lives and the lives of people they serve. Tell me how exactly naive I was back in the day when I thought it was all about tools and resources You know, and in terms of successful businesses, having a successful business, I mean, I was in the business of giving people really cool tools, really cool training on how to mechanically become a success. Mm -hmm. And it gave very, very little – I couldn't understand why people weren't succeeding. I gave them everything I thought that they needed. But I wasn't in the business of knowing about being an expert in or caring enough to know that most people's problems weren't the tools, in fact, all people's mm-hmm. problems are hardly ever the tools, right? It's, it's the other stuff. And I found myself, in order to encourage people to stay um, and not give up on their dreams, I had to. I felt. I told somebody one time, I feel a little bit like a cross between um, a heavy-duty marketing guy that I was, with all the technique and everything, and Tony Robbins, because I had to keep mm. people pumped up, and I never expected that I had to do that. Well. I thought I had to keep people pumped up. I had no idea what I was doing. I wasn't an expert on any of that. I didn't intend to be. But I realized quickly that if I didn't do something, my own business would fail because I couldn't keep people behind their own success. And I had no idea what was happening. So I was just really loud and I was really cheery. You know, and I was like, come on, you guys, you can do it. And I had to develop a whole set of new content with the limited experience I had of what was happening just to keep people pumped up. And, you know, kind of like what we have in um, Directions University now with it starting with the mindset part. We don't yeah. even start with anything else. We start with the mindset part because we know that the only – if you don't get that, you, don't, you won't get through the rest of it. It won't matter how good the tools are. How how naive was I? How did I even survive in that situation? <laughs> well, I, that that's a blessing too. And um, I got to tell you, as as a guy, you have had this advantage of not being too aware of the success blocks. Because guys have success blocks too, 
but women mm-hmm. have them in spades because up until very recently, the only way, the only definition of success for a woman was to marry well. Let's just yeah. like stay with that for for a moment, right? We we're we're seeing basically just in the past few decades, women are breaking um, that that rule and are creating success through their own work and vision in the world. But how new is this? It's very 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 new, and we're undoing thousands very of years new. of conditioning. Yeah, the society, yeah. the family, and our own experiences telling us, no, it's not safe out there. Stay small, because if you make yourself visible, it's it's just not safe. People are going to judge, criticize, reject you, and this this is our subconscious, right? And so, what happens on the biological level is that our nervous system—that's what pumps the brakes and sometimes slams the brakes real hard, because mm-hmm. it knows it's wired for survival, and it knows that if we put ourselves out there and it's not safe, uh, we can die. So. That's why we get that activation of the nervous system, and that then translates into self-talk that keeps us safe. But the biology, in my experience, comes first. And so that's why I I work primarily, that's my, well, I work with biology, psychology, and spirituality, but I find that working with the thoughts only, it's it's a hard kind of, uh, it's like pushing the boulder up up the hill, right? And when we actually tap right. into the biology and, and relax the nervous system and ground that, that makes it so much, so much easier. But still, we, we have so much work to do, and the, and the odds are, yeah, yeah, just staggering, you know. Well, here's another thing that kind of is a testament to my uh, male privilege uh, <laughs> is I, I was Thank always really struck that. by. I think it's in, warmed my heart. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, awareness is kind of a thing with me right now, so I'm trying to get my, you know, it took me 49 years, but I'm getting my bearings now. I'm understanding, you know, you where my good. place is in the, everybody else's world. I've been center stage all my life in this drama, and I never really considered anything else as much as <laughs> I should have. And so, yeah, but one of the things that I, I, I noticed early on in Internet marketing, there are all these, uh, back in early 2000s, there were all these gurus, and I thought guru almost meant male. I mean, because it was just all guys. It was all guys yeah. all the time. And I, was, I started early on thinking, man, there aren't enough, enough. I don't know what enough is, but it's striking to mm-hmm. me that there aren't women doing this stuff because there's no reason, to my mind, uh, even my – you know, uh, primordial sludge I was crawling out of of awareness at the time, <laughs> I knew that there was nothing that was stopping a woman um, technically. Here we go again. With the tools and yeah. everything, those things were all available regardless of gender, and I didn't understand the rest of it. And so mm-hmm. I was like, well, and then the thing is, I was now I look back and go, wow, I would never try to cram a woman into a mold that was made for a man back then. Women have now come out, and they're doing more, and they have created a lot of their own stuff to fit the mm-hmm. way that they do business, and it never even occurred to me. I was like, why aren't people doing exactly what Marlon Sanders is doing? Why aren't women doing mm. that? Women would never and have never and will never do anything like that. And uh, <laughs> I didn't understand that women would approach all of this stuff in a completely different way from a female perspective and create their own stuff. So now I look back and I go, well, that didn't happen because although it looked from my perspective at the time that women had all the opportunities that men did from a technical, like here you can get yeah. on the web, you can start this stuff, you can mm-hmm. be loud like us, you can – you can step out like the guys did and everything. Why aren't you doing that? Now I realize that there wasn't an opportunity for that because there was absolutely nothing there for them to do that with. They didn't want to be the big, loud car salesman guys like we were. They didn't want to, and they shouldn't. That's just not the way women, now I know, <laughs> would approach that. Mm-hmm. And so they've kind of, you've kind of built your own Internet in a sense. You've built your own community, your own ecology that you that you thrive in. And I had no idea that that was even something that would even be required. I've only benefited from the hindsight going back and go, oh, that's why. That's probably one of the biggest reasons why. Were there any other reasons that in that early Internet scenario that women didn't 
didn't shine as bigly or do it in the same way that guys did? That was it. I mean, I don't even know half of it probably, but I noticed that one point. Yeah, and that's an excellent point. Thank you for bringing this up. And isn't it beautiful? So beautiful now that we have this male perspective and way of running a business, and we have this female perspective on running the business, and we have this balance. Uh, as women are stepping up more, and because women have uh, distinctly different style of leadership the, from the feminine, um, we lead differently. And so having this diversity, this complementarity, I, I find it just so beautiful. The more we, we strengthen both the masculine and the feminine, it's not either or, right? We, we do right. need both to, to, to have harmony, to have better leadership, not only online, but in every area of, the, of our lives. Um, and in yeah. terms of why, why women don't, uh, didn't um, step up in, in the early, um, well, um, I think it's still true now. Women still don't step up. Truly, the women are uh, the oh, greatest yeah, untapped resource yeah. on the planet. Uh, and here we're pretty privileged in, in, in this country where we, we, we have um, more access, but elsewhere in the world, it's not the case. And even with the access, the inner forces that hold women back, oof, they're no joke. They're no joke because we have all grown up in, in this culture that conditioned us to be seen but not heard. Everybody grew up in a different family, uh, slight deviations, but still the overall culture conditioned us what, what it means to be a good girl, what it means to be a good woman. And that did not include taking charge. <laughs> that did not include taking leadership. If you took charge, you were yeah. a bitch, right? If you, if you, mm-hmm. And um, a man was always expected to be the primary breadwinner and all that. So all these dynamics, even if consciously, I find that even if consciously a woman does not believe that, like if you were to ask her, do you believe that? She'd say, no, of course not. But subconsciously, right. all that conditioning is still there. And I discovered in myself like every single day. Something happens and I go in, like, because everything that I know comes out of my own in the lab, right? Not from the books. I'm like, oh, another success block. Another subconscious belief I didn't know I had. Here we go. It's fun. <laughs> well, then we should get into that a little bit because, I mean, it, I don't know that everybody listening to the show, maybe they do, maybe I'm the one that needs to learn all of this today, but I, I would love a little bit more explanation of what, I think some people are afraid to ask questions about stuff like this because they figure since nobody's defining it, everybody else knows but me, and I don't want to look stupid. I don't want to raise my hand and mm-hmm. say, what does mm-hmm. a success block mean? I think a lot of people mm-hmm. have heard things like that on TV and in, um, on shows and, and things like that or read about it, and if they still don't understand it, it's too late to ask, so I'm going to fall on my sword and mm-hmm. do that for everybody. What? What is a success block? I mean, I think remedially I understand. On a basic level I understand. Mm-hmm. But how do, what is that and how do you help people identify them and work through them? That's a big question yeah. I know for just a Thank short show. Thank you so show, much for asking. Do the best you can. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll do the best I can. And not asking that question would be a manifestation of a success block, by the way, <laughs> of the success block of not, not being willing to be vulnerable. Um, and fear of rejection ultimately ah. underlying that, right? So good. I'm already progressing. Yay! Yay! <laughs> All right. So, uh, what what they are? Um, well, let me start by saying that w- the fear of success and the fear of failure are very intertwined, and um, they both have to do with our wiring for survival. Just think about it. Our survival has always been tied to being a part of the tribe, right? Especially, and for women, it's especially mm-hmm. poignant because we, we are such communal creatures. So let's say uh, a woman puts herself out there, makes herself visible, and uh, she is met with criticism, she is met with, she experiences rejection. And that feels like, wow, that feels awful. That feels like 
on the evolutionary level, if the tribe rejects you, you don't survive. And so the stakes are very high for a woman, uh, both in failure and in success, because what happened in success, it may seem like, oh, wow, she's getting what she's been looking for, and she's following her vision, and she's building this empire. But what happens is that we also lose our tribe every step of the way because people are so uncomfortable with successful women. So here is this very poignant study that was done in Harvard, um, the Heidi and, and Howard study, that was a mouthful, where they gave, gave students the same exact case study. The only difference was the name, right? So one was a guy, the other one, one was a gal. And then they asked students to describe the character of the uh, the person. And, and so the story went something like this. There was this person who made a career and became very successful, right? So those who read about the guy, they said, both male and female, they said, well, he was such a leader. He was so inspiring. He uh, achieved everything on his own merit and built this amazing empire. I want to be like him when I grow up. And those who read about the woman, the exact same story, they said she was such a bitch. She just used and manipulated people. She did not accomplish anything on her own merit. Oof. And I am just, right? So, wow. So, so, so painful. And this, this is not like hundreds of years ago. This is a pretty recent study. Oh, it just goes to show. How I don't want to hear that. I wanted to. I wanted there the punchline is. to be this was in 1847. Yeah, not I now. know. But there's you know, so <laughs> much prejudice against women's success, and it's it's not just like men are prejudiced. No, women are prejudiced about success because of of them their own and and um, other women, and so that's where success blocks come in. They they're there to stop us from experiencing something that we perceive subconsciously as dangerous and how they manifest they manifest in our thinking which we're all familiar with right thinking that tells us oh no 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 don't do that who do you think you are and this will never work what if people don't like it what if people don't buy it blah 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 so they but they also hmm. manifest in the body so i track them through mba right? from harvard <laughs> mind body and action so the mind tells stories that are never true by the way um, the body may be manifesting through health expression. A lot of times um, we may get sick before an important client meeting or an event, or we just feel this um, tension and unease in the body. And, um, yeah, and health expression can ra- range from headaches to more serious health issues. Because there is so much pent-up energy in the body that doesn't find its way out through this natural expression of our gifts. We hold it down and it just, it wrecks havoc. And through actions, like procrastination. (laughs) I'm just not going to answer this email and maybe it will go away. Or I actually had, this, this is a true story, I reached out to two women separate women who have not interacted with me before as a potential client because I love what they did. And I said, I indicated that I was sitting there with my wallet open. It was a hot project. I was ready to to get started. And both of them, after scheduling the discovery call with me, then one just didn't show up and the other then said that she got sick. So they both didn't show up for a client call Mm. that was like – you know, so this is self-sabotage because what happens if, if, if I'm successful? And I'll tell you what happens when you're successful, very successful women like Oprah, right? Make no argument there, very successful. And yeah. that's what, how this, the success lock manifests. Not, not for her, but I guess societal-wise. Her, only for her as well. Her ratings are directly proportionate to her weight. When her weight goes up, her ratings go up. And when her weight goes down, her ratings go down. It's like the society cannot handle a woman who is successful and fit. (laughs) You know, it's like, uh, and, and this happens, right? And it happens 
this is also part of the self-sabotage. That's why like, my, my mission is to help women create success in all areas of their lives. Because if we are successful in business, a, a lot of the time our health suffers. So many women with adrenal fatigue, chronic health conditions, or our relationships suffer, or we feel so badly about ourselves as a, as a mother. Oh, and society doesn't help. What? And... What happens, I know there are a million different kinds of self-sabotage and blocks that we can do, uh, but I want to ask about one that maybe if we can get a good answer today, which I know we can't, but I want to answer this question today because it seems like somebody could take action on this if they're listening and they have, I think this, for me, and and this is just a layperson's view, one of the most basic uh, self-sabotage things is when there's a really nice juicy carrot dangling in front of you on the other side. And I don't understand why I sabotage myself when I know the outcome is delightful. I, there is no yes. danger. Sometimes like I, I yeah. before the radio show, to be completely candid, I have a completely different attitude because I'm working on other stuff and I'm like, oh, I catch myself going, oh, i got to get on the radio show. Except that I know that every single week I meet people like you and I have the best time Sometimes of the entire week, this is the highlight of the whole week, and I know that that's a fact, and I know that that's going to be my experience, and I still catch myself starting to, oh, I wish I had 10 more minutes, or, you know, I haven't self-sabotaged and said I'm not coming because I know it's so delightful, but there are other things where I know that the reward is 100% guaranteed to be awesome, and I still feel like that what is my brain doing what are our brains doing what is our mind doing when we're even self-sabotaging when we know the outcome is most assuredly going to be Uh, great that is such a beautiful question jack thank you for asking it and i can relate to the show i have a podcast uh her success radio and i i just finished interviewing another amazing guest just before we got on the call so i know that elated feeling and I also know that things come up, like I, I've also been tapping the brakes or sometimes slamming the brakes unnecessarily. So there is this thing mm-hmm. as, um, so there are two kinds of discomfort that come up on the journey of transformation, because this is what entrepreneurial journey is. It's all about transformation mm-hmm. into a bigger version of yourself. There is um, discomfort uh, with well, there is discomfort with something uh, truly uh, uncomfortable and having to tolerate that, such as, okay, I'm going through this uh, hardship. I'm just going to plow through this. So that's one kind. But there is also the discomfort with something pleasurable and the need to tolerate that, which sounds completely bizarre. How that is weird. <laughs> it's so weird, right? How am I uncomfortable? But with increased pleasure. So we're moving in the direction of expanding our lives, our having this level, right, the level of having things and and relationships and the reach, right, we're expanding. And deep down inside, there is this conditioning of, well, am I worthy of that? Am I worthy of that pleasure? Am I worthy of so much abundance? Am I worthy to have so much reach and influence? and be seen as this teacher and leader. We may not be thinking that consciously, but the subconscious conditioning to play small is huge. And so we need to be adjusting our level of being able to have it all, just cranking it up step by step. And in in my system, I, I use a lot of work with the body, not just with the thinking. So the immediate actionable for the listeners right now may be, okay, just notice when it's happening. And uh, accept it with compassion and a lot of self-love. And this is the time when self-care is paramount. So because when you're expanding, you want to be as relaxed as can be. And just notice that and reframe it for yourself. So what's happening is that I'm not self-sabotaging. I'm going through this expansion and I'm upgrading my system right now. This, This is a system upgrade. So slow down. Uh, exercise, self-care, and uh, I teach a lot of breathing practices, relaxation practices that are specific to ground the nervous system so it allows, because the nervous system is the one that doesn't allow. And then the mind, the mind just creates 
it's a story. Just It's a meaning-making machine. It doesn't lead. It follows. It's not the boss. It's the employee, right? But the, the, the nervous system works directly with the subconscious mind because the body is the subconscious mind. So just be aware that when you are going towards the pleasure, allow yourself little by little to increase your level of heaviness. And for every area of your life, I actually recommend my students begin upgrading their lives in small things like what they, like the glass they drink out of, right? How they um, serve themselves that food. Are they eating on the go? Or are they treating it as a mm. pleasurable ritual? What they wear. Um, have they been through a car wash lately, right? How they show up for themselves and showing up for themselves with a lot of reverence, like they are really the most important being in the world that needs to be loved and taken care of. That begins to shift things in terms of the level of heaviness, uh, increasing abundance, pleasure, and it begins to expand. I think it's really awesome, uh, mainly... You know, you're talking about like Buddhists would call that being mindful, mindfulness. Um, yes, exactly. And, and and also that gentleness that you're speaking of, because I have noticed when I when I don't do something that I really should or want to do, and it's no big deal, uh, or even I, I have the thought, I tend to uh, used to tend to a lot more to beat up on myself because I imagine that everybody else who had attained the level of growth that I had aspired to at the time, never had that problem. And once I realized <laughs> that it is, in fact, a problem for everybody, and it's just in how that they deal with it as opposed to how I would deal with it, I would get bummed out, depressed, and sad about my, my, uh, my step backwards or whatever. And when mm-hmm. you said to be, you know, be gentle, be care, self-care and things like that, you're allowed to have those thoughts. And not only that, you're going to have them. You're going to have them. And it's yes. only in the way that, you know, someone who's more enlightened and more in tune with themselves and what it all means will be more gentle on themselves and go, ah, that's all right. I'll let that float away like a cloud. Why are you so worried about a cloud? It'll be there and then it'll go away and you have no control over it now because it was there. Just let it float away like a cloud. And once I started doing that, I'm like, holy crap, my life seems to be getting better in a lot of different areas just because I wouldn't beat up on myself so much, yeah. imagining that the rest of the world had this all figured out and I was falling behind, mm-hmm. or I was doing something that I was incapable of learning over and over and over mm-hmm. and over again. No, this is such a great sense? point, Jack. Absolutely. And this this is one of the success blocks that I, um, I, I really uh, see is so prominent for both men and women, is that we live in the society of conditional love. We're all brought up in the environment of conditional love. Like, if you do X, Y, and Z, then uh, I approve of you, a.k.a. I, I love you, right, from the schools, all the, the families, et cetera, et cetera. And so then we learn to love ourselves conditionally, too. Well, if I do this thing well, then I am deserving of my own self-approval and self-love. And if I fail, then I'm an F-up and I'm just going to crawl into a hole, right? I'm not deserving of self-care, yeah. I'm not deserving of kindness. And so this is a revolutionary act to be kind to yourself, to be self-compassion, because our society is not like that. We live in a very violent society. And from the yogic point of view, violence also expresses in the thoughts, right? Uh, like, who do you oh, think you are? The violence we do to Oh. Yeah. Oh. And so every yeah. time we I was just talking that, to someone yesterday who was yeah. going through a hard time, and, and she was um, she had no control over what had happened. She had no remedy for mm. it that she could, within, with effort, do anything about it now. And, and, and so I found her in a state of beating herself up. The only action she felt she could take was to just be beating on herself emotionally, by going over and over and over what she would say to that person if they were there, which they weren't, so she couldn't, and it probably wasn't the best thing to say. And, you know, and that was, to me, I just found a person in a state, it felt like she had boxing gloves on, and she was just beating herself emotionally because she didn't have anybody else to punch. 
And it, it, it really so felt like that. It's amazing that that happened yesterday and we're talking today. You know, uh, actually something that you mentioned just before that, that we don't see successful people being vulnerable and sharing that behind the scenes they too have dark moments. They too have despair. They too have depression. Uh, we just talked about it. I just talked about it with my show guest on her uh, success radio. So it's all weaving together beautifully. And you, um, you mentioned it too. It is, I feel it's so important for us as practitioners, as leaders, as coaches, to be also open and vulnerable and sharing from behind the scenes because this is the truth of this journey. This is the truth of the reclamation. We are swimming against the current here, the cultural current, big time. We're doing very countercultural things, self-love, self-care. It's not easy. And so that's why it's so important to create a community around it. Like I call mine her success revolution. So my revolutionary, because it's a revolutionary act in the society that conditions us to play small and where it's just not safe for, for a woman, and in the case of my work, to be vulnerable, to be visible, let alone to be successful, right? It's a truly heroic act for her to step up and be vulnerable and be visible and claim her success. And, of course, failure or whatever perceived failure, it's all part of the mix. But success, the way I see it, is simply stepping into the current, being a success source, right, claiming that lineage, claiming the work in the world. That, to me, is success. And showing up fully, that, to me, is success. Abundance, other areas, uh, they just follow. But it starts with really claiming your, um, your lineage, becoming a successor. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's really interesting how I, I always, uh, you know, I listen to different teachers and, uh, and I, I, you know, lots and lots, very big interest in all the wisdom traditions and, and things. And I, and I sometimes can't help but think that, and I don't know if it's a positive or a negative, it's just the way I think sometimes. It's, it seems like we're fighting, we, we get set back. Uh, by looking around when we first can conceive of limitations um, when we're very, very young, and then we're told about all the limitations. We're not really told mm. about all of the things we're allowed to do. We're really only told <laughs> this is a box and you're in it, and these are the rules oh, and you yeah. will follow them, and these are the yeah. things and these are the things. And it's like, wait, we just came from a place where none of that was true, none of it. Mm -hmm. We weren't even male yes. or female. We were just... Yes. You know, we yes. couldn't be discriminated against because we didn't have, we're just energy. So it yes. seemed like, and again, I don't want this to come off as a negative, but it seems like from the very beginning, we're perfect. And, and if we could only yes. talk and communicate in the language of the humans <laughs> that we were born to, we'd be able to tell them stories and tales of wondrous things, massively cool, yes. awesome things. I just came out of this energy field. You guys wouldn't believe it. I was, I was the universe. I knew everything. And I chose to be here. And I'm this little baby now. But, of course, babies are born. I think that's the way the system's designed, to not be able to communicate and not understand our language and have to forget everything. And we spend the rest of our lives trying to remember that and, and being afraid of going back into it. And how much yeah. of that has – I mean, a lot of people are listening right now going, wow, Jack's really tripping out. What's this got to do with business? I have a feeling that it has everything to do with not just business yes. but life and success and business being a part of that. I think it's it's just, I mean, how often do you get that deep into these kinds of things with people in order to use them as illusory stories, things like that, to help them with their success blocks? Hmm. Yeah, the spell of forgetfulness that the, the, the society casts on us pretty much as soon as we arrive so strong and I have a series of practices because I work with mind body and spirit that help us reconnect with that original knowing and remember who we truly are a part of my system is working with the, the VIP vision impact profit model and in order to tap into the true vision bigger vision for our work in the world we use this mind body spirit process and the outcome is always this just amazement because a woman taps into the vision 
that's much bigger than she realized, which I believe comes from where, wherever we come from. That's the divine assignment that we come into this world with. And then we forget, and that's the root cause, in my view. I've been a therapist for many years. Um, the root cause of depression, anxiety, addictions, relationship problems, everything. Everything that brings people to therapy and coaching, too. Because if we're not fully, we're not fully aware of our divine assignment, and we're not fully delivering on it, we will never be fully happy. It's impossible. And, and unfortunately, now in society, it's that box that you mentioned, right? If you're depressed, take antidepressants. Yeah. Easy, right? <laughs> uh, there is no forum for it, for this reclamation. And I, I agree with you that, that babies come in, that we, we were perfect. And if we can intervene earlier and keep, keep uh, our children uh, remembering and honoring them for who they are and what they know instead of trying to stuff them into a box, we would build a very different world. So uh, one of my long-range visions is bringing this work um, into schools. And um, just, oh, wow. I want to bring it to everyone, you know. Wow, that's we, awesome. We have that's to kind start. of a mission near and dear to my heart, Thank actually. <laughs> that's oh, crazy. I'm so, so happy to hear that. We just have to, uh, my strategy, my spiritual strategy now is starting with women who are already doing this work in the world because they are actively changing the world. So we start at the top. We the network is already there. They're already in place, yes. right? You don't have to set up. Yes. You, you plug into the women who are doing this stuff already, and you've already got the network set up, and the work can begin immediately that way. Talk about leverage, exactly. guys. Listen to what she's saying. Leverage. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Wow. I, I Just going back to the thing, I'll put an image in everybody's head you'll never be able to shake, I think. Uh, but I always had this image of, like, picking a little baby up like a telephone and putting him up to my ear. Like and, and having that in a chapter in a book to describe, it, it, it's a it's it's a hotline to the other side, right? And it's hotline. as soon as you can do that, be, <laughs> because you because I, that baby's already in the process of forgetting. Oh my god! And you gotta this you know the so line perfect. is already getting a little bit of static on it. Well, I'll do you one better, because that baby, that hotline is still within you. You are, there's a part of you that has never disconnected from that knowing, never, ever. There's a part of you that has never forgotten where you come from and your mission, what you came here with. I, I have major goosebumps as I'm tapping into this. So, and through specific practices, meditation, guided visualization, embodied practices. Well, one of the things I do, oh, it's so funny that we're talking about babies. In my, in my course for success <laughs> formula, there's this practice where we, we have this meditation on becoming a baby again, like, like actually moving like a baby. We gaze at the picture of ourselves as a baby, and we just like fully embody that, that new consciousness. We gaze at everything as if we seeing it for the first time we don't have the labels on, on the objects yet we touch everything for the first time we connect with that freshness with that knowing and it has profound ripple effects and profound ripple effects in the business because when we show up um to every everything we do with this newness of perception we don't assume but we show up to learn and bring our utmost creativity, amazing things happen. Opportunities show up we didn't even know existed, right, when we're in that current. So picking up that baby phone, yeah. <laughs> I love, I love, I love <laughs> this image. It's, it's there. Your hotline is there. It's built in. So what I think, is, and this is just from experience, for the listeners, when you're listening to stuff like this, and no matter where you are and you're thinking of, this is really weird, or why are they? But, you know, hopefully you're getting the, some chills from this. You should be. If you're not, then take heart. There's more chills ahead of you in life. Isn't that great? You have some coming, I swear. And to reflect on what we've talked about so far is to know unlimited 
possibility, abundance, and, and power, because that's really what we're talking about here. So if the metaphors don't do it for you, know that what we are talking about here is nothing less than that ultimate power. And, and that is really exciting stuff. So if you're stuck on something in your business right now, if you have some kind of a block you just can't get over or whatever, I think probably today's show could already be summarized as a way to just get you unlocked in the sense that whatever you're tripping out on right now, that you feel like you can't do, what you feel like is a block, you, you should be here but you're not, you're over there, it, it feels unlocking, like, an, like a lock has been picked today so far already, mm -hmm. just to let mm -hmm. people out of whatever shell they've built around themselves, men and women, and women and men. Yes. And maybe that could be the biggest help that this show is, is going to provide, although we still have time. We don't even know. That's what we've done already. <laughs> You're awesome. That's pretty this cool. This is great. That's pretty cool. You're awesome, too. We're having a great conversation. Very much enjoying it. So where do we go from here? Like, so okay, so taking it, let's keep going. Expansion is the is the thing of the universe that wants to keep doing that. Let's just keep doing that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tell me about somebody that you've worked with who has gotten to the level that they have really felt. You looked in their eyes, and they and you could tell they knew. You looked in their heart, you could feel their energy in the room that they that everything had opened up for them viscerally as, as you can give someone a visceral feel for what does it feel like if, mm -hmm. if somebody's listening that hasn't felt like that or they have but they can't remember it's been so long since they've had a breakthrough or a, uh, that feeling of just looking at the world for what it is with no conditions and no rules and no judgment and just the beauty of it the kind that makes you break out and cry when somebody hasn't had that in a long time there's there's reasons that their business is not doing so well at the same yes. time, it goes with oh, that, yes. doesn't it? What what what's a story you can tell about someone who you who you've seen on the other side? You've helped them get to the mm. other side of that. What was their life like? How how do you even explain mm. that? So I'll I'll give a really doable little nugget here. I I, I had one session uh, discovery call with, with this woman, and I I love this because it's. It just frames it in such a compact time frame. We're on the phone for under an hour. And what happened there was that in under an hour, we added over $300,000 to her bottom line. Um, and where this, yeah, yeah. And well, I wasn't even thinking about that. That's pretty powerful. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't thinking about that either, but it came up. That's what great conversations do. Uh, that's what seeing each other does and reminding each other of, of, of our own truth. And that this is what I uh, do for, for my clients. And, you know, they remind me of my truth every day, and I just carry it forward. So with, with this particular person, um, she uh, was describing to me that she was at this um, event for entrepreneurs and somebody talked to her and approached her with this um, idea for this business. And of course she said no. And she like, and she had her reasons. And, and of course I couldn't let it slide. I'm like, tell me more. What happened? What was he seeing in, 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 in you? And what, what, what were you saying to yourself? The thing was that that spell of forgetfulness, she didn't even understand the significance of what had occurred, what was in that offer, that the person genuinely saw her capacity to create this thing and, and was willing to, to pay a lot of money for her gift. But she was mm. so not tapped into the possibility that her gifts were that valuable that she automatically dismissed it and just walked away and didn't even look back. Wow. She didn't specifically bring it up. It just like kind of came out in passing. And so when we really settled into that and we connected with her true gifts that this person who made that offer was reflecting to her and trusting that and trusting that he was seeing something true that her own spell of forgetfulness was not allowing her to see. That resulted in her um, just... 
shifting around this big time and actually going back to have the conversation with this person. That was, that is where, oh, I, this just, this is what I live and breathe for, to help women. You, you walk around, you roam, you roam the earth showing people how big they actually are. Yes. That's your yes. job, And right? then, that's my job. That's my divine assignment. And then helping them to build up the tolerance to tolerate that bigness. Because it's like when, when, uh, when we tap into the bigness, it's so scary. It's like trying to plug in all these modern appliances in, in an old home with old electrics. That's what we had when we moved into yeah. our home. It was built in the 60s. And the fuse kept blowing up. And that's exactly what happens for women entrepreneurs. Even those who, who are in touch with their mission, in touch with their vision, they step up to play a bigger game and the fuse keeps blowing up. They either get health expressions that hold them back or, or mindset or, or something else falls apart in their life. And all they need to do once they've tapped into their bigness is upgrade the electrics. Like you cannot go 300,000, uh, 300, 300 miles driving like a little Toyota. You know, it just doesn't have the engine for that. And yet we're trying to do that and we're pushing and we're pushing and we're falling apart. No good. Let's upgrade so, the electric. Let's upgrade so, that car engine. So you're talking about your ability to handle the bigness that it's one thing to realize it. It's one thing to have a breakthrough, breakdown, and cry. I've had a big emotional yeah. oh, aha moment. Mm-hmm. Holy crap, slap your forehead. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, hey, wait a minute. I just believed that. If I believe that, how the hell am I going to handle it? How do I handle $300,000 more in business when I was thinking just a mm-hmm. minute ago I wasn't mm-hmm. worthy of that or whatever it was that was impossible, and a minute later it is? That doesn't mean you can automatically handle being at that level that you never thought you could be at and that's what you're talking about right upgrading your ability to handle the bigness of what your life truly is and can be we are an electrical system in a sense we conduct this charge the energy with which we show up in the world and when we open the floodgates and there's a lot more charge than we blow the fuse it doesn't it's not productive that way so we, we need so I teach series of practices for for those who are interested in stepping up their business, who are ready to step up their business, really up level and experience success without sacrifice of their health, relationships, etc. in every area of their life. That requires a major system upgrade. And um, I draw from yogic practices, from uh, you know, mindfulness of embodied practices. I draw from a lot of um, systems. I, I've, I've studied with a lot of pioneers in the mind-body integration field, both in, from the medical mm-hmm. perspective and spiritual perspective and psychological. So, and of course, integrating it all in the in the lab of my own life because uh, I am stepping up, and every step of the way, I experience that. I experience that my system goes on overload, and I need to bring it down. I need to allow space for expansion and integration. Like for example, like to use uh, myself as a uh, test subject, which I always do, uh, I had this opportunity uh, to share the stage with the great Marianne Williamson um, earlier this year. And uh, I was like, okay. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. That was um, amazing. And they kind of put me in at the last moment with a nine-day notice. Like, great, this is a big no event pressure. in New York City. No pressure at all. I didn't have the talk for this particular event. I, I, and, I, of course, I wanted to have great slides, great talk, and I wanted to, like, print a specific um, uh, playbook for this. And, and I had nine days. So, and I spent the first at least four days before. I, I wasn't working on my talk. <laughs> I wasn't working on that playbook. All I was doing was expanding my system, upgrading my electric. I was doing all these practices, deep relaxation, specific breathing practices, um, in order to allow myself to receive this expansion. And once I felt that it was happening, that I downloaded the talk. <laughs> Um, uh, through these channels and I downloaded that playbook 
and it got produced within a 48-hour window. And when I showed up on that stage, I was fully relaxed. I was fully in my pleasure, in my joy, in my playfulness, just there to show up and enjoy. I think that this is what you were asking me about earlier. Can you give us an example? Well, I always test everything on, on myself first before I teach it. So that's the exciting part. Um, so I, I've had a lot of, I, I've had a very messy kind of setup from, from the get-go. I, I've had um, depression. I've had anxiety. I've had a lot of in the barriers to work through, to discover this technology that really works. I was one of those people, like in my grad school, I I did my master's at Columbia before I did my PhD. Um, When I raised my hand, I was like on, I was burning my mind. My mind was gone. I was ready to faint. I was sweating. I was like losing my words. That was the level of anxiety that I had. And then fast forward to this venue, the theater in New York City, sharing the stage with uh, like the spiritual athlete I've been looking up to my <laughs> entire conscious life and being fully relaxed, fully in the flow, uh, connected, joyful. That's the transformation. Yeah. What? What people need to do right now, if you're listening to this live, you'll have to wait for the recording. If you're listening to the recording, um, whatever it means to rewind to you on whatever device you're on, you need to listen to what she said again if you have not gotten goosebumps on top of your goosebumps. (laughs) Because a lot of what you just said, I've heard before. I heard when I heard 10 years ago, I heard 15 years ago, I heard five years ago. I remember hearing what you just said, stuff like that, and never not picking up on it at all how big what you just mm-hmm. said is. And it took me another, since the last time probably I heard something that profound, uh, what, like five years, three years ago, it took me all those years later to get to the point where, and nobody ever told me to stop and rewind and really, really listen mm-hmm. to something until I get it because there's more to get if you, if you skipped over what Valerie just said. Uh, and, and it didn't really produce a huge amount of energy and swelling in you, your soul, in your energy. You need to listen again and do it as many times mm. as it takes to understand. Go ask some friends. <laughs> go ask, well, <laughs> go to Valerie and ask her, <laughs> which now would be a really good time to tell people how in the world can they stay close to you because I know that uh, they're going to want to. Where, where do people need to go? Uh, thank you, Jack. I'm feeling this swell in my soul, too. What a beautiful oceanic. Uh, matter for that is riding that wave, right? Riding that swell in your soul. Oof. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I love connecting with people. There are so many ways to connect. Um, I want to offer your listeners a, a gift today. Um, it, it's a gift that keeps awesome. on giving. It's a free quiz. We love gifts. That's cool. <laughs> no, so it doesn't, and it expands your level of heaviness, of abundance, receiving gifts, right? So allow yourself to receive that gift. Make it a practice receiving. It's called Your True Selfie, yourtruthselfie.com. It's a free um, three-minute quiz. It, it's very fast, but it's deceptively simple. What it will show you, it, it's going to show you what gift you are reclaiming at this particular time. And, and the challenges that you're going through will make a lot more sense because these challenges are specifically designed to help you reclaim your gifts in this particular area. So it will show you this area from which you are positioned, leveraged, in fact, to create success at this time. There are seven of them, one of those. Uh, and if you're working from a different area, it's, um, it will just like reorient you to work from your power as opposed to like do what something else is saying. And it will give you a starter kit of tools to begin that allowing and expansion that we've been talking about and truly connect with your divine assignment and work from your uh, particular genius, your true selfie. And from there, um, I have a lot of content that I deliver for free uh, via my newsletter and um, uh, my video blog. And as I mentioned, I have this uh, signature program, Her Success Formula, and it's all part of this movement, Her Success Revolution. So 
please, please step up in whatever way speaks to you. Um, recognize your own heroism in this. If you aspire to bigger things, this is a revolutionary act. So join our community. Let's support each other. Let's have her success revolution. And it all starts within, of course. It really does. I think without uh, has a lot to owe to within. <laughs> because <laughs> without within, we wouldn't have without. Now that is a twister. <laughs> Brilliant. That's brilliantly expressed. <laughs> so I, 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 the reason that I wanted to do that early is to give people plenty of preparation because I think they're going to want to, um, especially your target demographic, you want to work with women. And, um, but, I mean, I know that all the guys listening to this are having feelings of their own, and they're probably just yes. as powerful as mine. I love exposing this stuff, bringing it up, bringing it out, talking to people like you to, to do this, and you've been one of the best guests we've ever had to do that because you explain oh. everything really, really well. On a layperson's kind of view, I mean, you didn't say anything hugely technical, although in that last thing I want everybody to listen to again, you said a lot. So I know some things got lost because I, I watched myself in my past just skip over things like that and wait years and years and years to actually get what people were trying to tell me in there and the, the, the level of profundity that there was in those statements and how life-changing they really, really are. Again, I, I think I would dub this uh, talk we've had today as a key, as, a, as opening a lock. If you are feeling stuck, if you're feeling blocked, if mm -hmm. you're feeling like – there's just limitations on you, a box around you that is ironclad and you can't get out, and the solution that you're looking for has to come from within the confines of that box, you shouldn't feel that way anymore. And if you still do, you need to listen to the whole daggone thing again because <laughs> you shouldn't feel that way. You should feel abundance. You should feel like that box has been shattered into a billion little pieces and you're just coming out like a superhero with a cape and you're – fists on your hips and ready to go because that's really truly because how big you guys are because it's truly um and really our birthright and it doesn't make any sense to play small this is one of the famous quotes by marianne williamson of course right playing small doesn't serve the world and um, to speak to your comment about the guys, the, the guys will benefit from the, this quiz as well. They are very, very much so. It will also show you like what, what your strengths are and how you communicate and how where you, it's more, most beneficial and leveraged for you to be coming from in your marketing and communication with clients. It will show you that so those things. And please do also share with women in your life um, because. Mm, it will tell them that you see their bigness, and we need that. We need that reflection from men as well as other women, um, this masculine, masculine holding the ground for the feminine unfolding. This is what we really need right now to create her success revolution. So thank you guys for stepping up. We love you. We appreciate you. Absolutely. I think Gina has joined us. Gina, are you here? I see her. She might be muted. I'll give her a second to get unmuted. I see someone. Now, that's the thing. Sometimes people come on the show, and you, you don't know who they are. You only see the, the very basic of their information. But Gina, if you're there, just say hi. And um, I was just thinking when you were talking about that last part of the matrix and once neo knew once neo everybody's seen the movie everybody knows the story but once neo knew yeah. like with a capital k he was yeah. able to pop into people's lives who had no awareness that there was something bigger and play the most glorious tricks on them show them the most wonderful magical things because it could only be magic if you don't understand that it came from a real mm -hmm. place it's got to be magic and when you're marketing, when you were talking about how you can do better in marketing and everything else, when you can perform tricks, when you come from an enlightened place that other people just can't see, they don't have any idea it exists, man, you can do really, really well. You can write the most amazing copy. You can make the most amazing and inspired videos. And, and people are like, where does she get it? How does she do it? When they're asking that question, this is why. This is why they're asking that question. Anyway, I think we're getting ready to go over time. So, 
Dr. Valerie Baker, thank you so much for being on the show today. I wish we had another My hour. Pleasure. I, I know that we're past the hour now, but uh, this will go again. into the we recording it and it'll be fine. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. And everybody, we'll be back next week with another edition of Leverage Masters. Tune in next week for another episode of Leverage Masters. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook on our Leverage Blackbook page to keep up with the latest. We'll see you next time on Leverage Masters.